Welcome to Fantasy Football BS with your hosts, Bryduck and the Snowman. This podcast is for all fantasy football players from your newbies to the most experienced players. This podcast is sponsored by Air Care Heating and Cooling, your number one air care heating and cooling provider in the Bay Area. In this episode, we'll be previewing all the games of the week, as well as giving you Bryduck and Snowman studs and duds of the week. So sit back and listen to this great content so you're the one dominating your league and hosting that fantasy football trophy at the end of the season. It's Bride Duck and Snowman. They come from San Man. They drop a little knowledge about the fantasy program. It's fantasy football. Mm. Division rivals player. Mm. Snowman's a Bronco while Bride Duck's a Raider. Yep. But that just makes for better bullshitting. <laughs> Two of the smartest football minds, so listen. A Raider in Fort Worth, the Bronco in the Bay. Bay. A mission to the top of the standings to stay. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Fantasy Football BS. It is Championship Week. Uh, I'm in the championship, so I'm excited to talk about this episode. Of course, it is our last episode of this fantasy season, Bryda. Can you, I know we were talking at one point if we were even going to have this podcast going, and now we're at the end of it. I know, man. It's definitely been a, a whirlwind of a season. Of a season. Uh, shed a little tear today for our for our final episode of the season. Uh, I did make a championship uh, uh uh, game, but not in our league. I am getting uh, knocked out, so a little teaser for for all the listeners. I am going to be uh, paying my dues and singing my punishment song here on the episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Uh oh, uh oh, yeah, no, that was something that that the Foose and Foose Clues a couple weeks ago had us agree to, and and it was getting pretty close, brother. I was like, oh shit, it 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 could be you and me in the championship together. Man, the Rams getting getting just annihilated on defense by the 0-13 Jets. And damn it, Keenan Allen, those two are were the death of me. Those were uh, the death of me. My father-in-law is a, is a Rams fan, and he's always getting mad at me when, I, when I'm hyping up and just saying that Seattle's a good team, Russell Wilson's good, and he, he's like, what about Jared Goff? He gets really pissed. And then all of a sudden yesterday, <laughs> he's like, I got nothing to say. <laughs> I just don't understand the, the the play call there at the end, especially. Um, you know, they're they're going for huge plays. I get it. You want to go win the game there at the end, but at the end, really, what you need there was a field goal to at least tie it. Yes. you know, at least at least get in overtime. And man, they they went for the big throw there and and just weren't able to uh, to to complete it and lost to the zero and thirteen Jets. Crazy, crazy. I mean, that's... and you know, no one was happier than Trevor Lawrence. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. I would much rather go to the Jags over the Jets any day of the week. I mean, at this point, I, I guess. I mean, the Jets are a much more historic franchise for sure. The Jaguars have an inept owner. That guy's a moron. Well, so uh, we'll put all, it this he's way. all about money, and he doesn't care about actually building a team over there. True, true that, true that. It, it depends. If Adam Gaze gets fired, then you, you're hoping you can go to the Jets. <laughs> oh, you you can't think Gaze is surviving the end of this season. I mean, <laughs> come on, there's no way. If if Gaze is still a head coach of the New York Jets come 2021, I think all Jets fans will be burning the stadium down. <laughs> Come on over to the Broncos, everyone. Come on over to the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I saw I saw someone 
Uh, I, I was grabbing, checking the the tire pressure, and the homeboy sees me wearing my hat. I'm wearing my Super Bowl hat from the Broncos, uh, and he sees me and he's like, pulls out his trunk, he pulls out a Broncos helmet. He's like, fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm good, bro. Like I got a couple already. Like. <laughs> like nah like I'm, I'm sorry and then all of a sudden we're talking about drew lock and and talking about some injuries and he, he was a cool dude cool dude uh good holiday fun to, to always meet someone random trying to trying to sell you some shit but <laughs> that's that's california for you man every street corner <laughs> every street corner but yeah no man i cracked open my my final beer for our fantasy football season brother and it, it is a good one i went back to uh a hazy ipa i'm drinking a blurred vision from out of bounce brewing out of Folsom, california now this place i i my wife absolutely loves this place uh loves the, the chicken nachos outside but hopefully after this covid pandemic we can get back there and and do some heavy drinking and and eating some nachos but uh just a, just a good one i always love supporting the, the local smaller breweries out here and if anyone's got anything over the off season let me know let me know where to find it hey sh- shit I, i'll give you the address you can send me beer <laughs> i'll be happy to drink the beer and, and rep <laughs> rep whatever beer you want to send me so <laughs> i'm all right with that absolutely <laughs> what we got going on today brian yeah, so uh, like like you said, Snowman, it is championship weekend. So if you've made it this far, congratulations. And if you're playing in the consolation rounds, hopefully you're not coming in dead last and getting the punishment um, that most leagues are going to be dishing out. But uh, we'll definitely be going over our, our uh, studs and duds for week 16. Um, so make sure you guys take a listen in on that. Uh, throughout this week, we are going to be dropping a lot of information in terms of uh, questionables, doubtfuls, outs, injuries, things like that that you guys need to be, need to be aware of for this last game of the season. Uh, so make sure you guys are on social media and following us on Instagram and YouTube at FantasyFootballBS and on Twitter at FantasyFBBS. On all podcast platforms, you can find us at FantasyFootballBS. So make sure you guys are sharing that with everybody in your league uh, and, and stop hiding us so that you guys can keep winning your leagues. I know that's what you guys are doing i know i know what the hell is going on Stop like i found it. this hidden gem i'm not telling anybody <laughs> yeah exactly share us uh believe me it was quite difficult during our draft in our league everyone listening in our league going running back running back running back it just kind of backfired it kind of backfired <laughs> i'm gonna so, be 100 percent honest <laughs> we will not be doing a draft strategies next year for you guys uh, we will just be updating you and giving you our projections, and, and they're going to be false. Kidding, uh, kidding. We like it that you guys are, are listening and, and following along and actually, you know, doing what we say because, you know, we've had so many of you guys say that you guys, a lot of people have gone from, you know, some at the uh, tail end of the pack, some to the middle of the pack that have moved all the way up the rankings. Most are, are fighting for uh, the uh, the trophy here on championship weekend. So it's been really cool to, to get all the DMs of you guys that are actually still in it and and thanking us. So uh, thank you guys for listening this whole season. And then I, on top of that, 
definitely makes us better as well, right? Because uh, we're constantly having to stay on our game. Uh, constantly, we, we love doing this. We, we had already, we started this shit by just bullshitting with each other on a constant basis about fantasy and decided to turn it into a podcast. So uh, now now we're making it kind of a reality and, and two guys who, who grew up with each other have uh, gotten closer for it. So it's been it's been a hell of a ride and can't wait for, for next season. But uh, before we jump in, let's, uh, let's give a nice little shout out to our sound engineer. I'm gonna highlight this whole song. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, perfect, perfect. Getting right into it, we're gonna do exactly uh, format-wise, Bryduck, that that we did last time. Now we're we're not going to injuries, everyone. Pay attention to to our feed. Uh, the, the the injuries are constantly the same. Looking out for CMC, Antonio Gibson, Kittle if he comes back from IR. It's it's the same shit. Kenny Galladay, Julio Jones. We it's the same list we've been talking about for the last three weeks. So. No reason to, to go over that shit. Just uh, ask us questions on social media. Check our posts out. Check our stories out. We'll constantly keep you updated as you get closer to it. But we are going to cover every single game. It is championship week. We need to do the same thing, Bright Up. We need to help the listeners understand what's going on and, and get them best prepared for, for the last game of the season. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, we are going to start with Minnesota versus the Saints. Now, the Saints are 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 battling, right? They they're looking to to hopefully get a, a first round by Drew Brees coming back. Drew Brees did not do good this last week. Michael Thomas now put on IR, done for the done for the the regular season. Uh, do you see uh, anyone on either roster besides the Dalvin Cook and Kamara? Uh, do you see anyone that is worth starting in this last week for fantasy? 100%. Justin Jefferson's a must start over Adam Thielen. A lot of people are still holding on to these Adam Thielen hopes. I think it crushed a lot of people last week in quarterfinals. I think he put up like nine, maybe 10 points. That's who he's been all year. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple big games, and then you're like, yo, you hold on to that hope that, okay, here comes Thielen. But it's it's been Jefferson all along uh definitely in my opinion a candidate for rookie of the year uh for offensive rookie of the year he's got 1182 yards receiving and seven touchdowns on 73 receptions this year um talk about a steal this kid has just been you know really uh a really saving grace for that wide receiver core out there in, in minnesota um they lose digs and jefferson kind of stepped right into that role and in my opinion i think that they even came a, came up on this because jefferson um has a really high ceiling i think that he's gonna have a lot of pro bowl year, pro bowl years ahead of him what about uh manuel sanders with michael thomas out is he worth picking up off the waivers or or starting so like you said, Breeze is it, it kind of struggled, right? So it's it's one of those things that I've said all along is Breeze's wide receiver, you know, range of who he's going to throw to is so broad. He's going to hit 10 to 12 targets a game. Um, and he just spreads the love too much for me to love any wide receiver on that team other than Michael Thomas. Yeah. So if you have better options than Emmanuel Sanders, I'm certainly going that way. Um, even though that 
Emmanuel Sanders is going to kind of roll into that starting, quote-unquote, starting role uh, for Michael Thomas. I still see Breeze spreading the love a lot, and I don't see a ton of volume coming Sanders' way. Yeah, no, no, definitely a good call. Definitely definitely see the same thing. Now jumping into San Francisco and Arizona, D-Hop finally popped back off, putting up like 30-something points. He had been quiet the last couple weeks. Now, uh, all the news, of course, is going to be wrapped around. Uh, we don't know Jeff Wilson, Raheem Moser, they're going to split. Uh, but we don't. Everyone wants to know if picking up Kittle, uh, keeping him on IR, if people pick him up on the waivers, is he going to, to play? And is he worth starting over besides Waller and, and Kelsey? If, if you have some other tight end, is he worth starting in the finals? I, uh, man, I think from a... Uh, an organizational standpoint as the San Francisco 49ers, I don't let him come back on the field this year. Agreed. He'd be, play- he'd be playing for absolutely nothing. Agreed. As a Kittle owner and somebody who is completely selfish from a fantasy aspect, I hope he comes back because <laughs> I want to start him. Um, but no, in all reality, even if he did come back, you don't know what kind of, you know, uh, snap count he might be limited to um so that's something that you'd have to be aware of so it would really to me it would have to be when they designated him to return from ir they give him that 21 day period had yeah. he had 21 straight days of practice yeah and then he's coming back this week to play i'd have a totally different you know idea of what we could expect but just being designated to come back and really all of this being up in the air i think more or less um he's just out there getting some conditioning work and it's probably nothing more than that yeah no absolutely absolutely it is something that uh, as i have him as well in my other league sitting right now and and i would hope but if he is available i just i i don't see san francisco starting him i i think they're gonna end up sitting him they're just they're done why risk your stud to to further setback or further industry coming back so uh Going into the Rams in Seattle now. Not only does this have a huge implication and playoff meaning for for their division between those two battling it out to win that division, and everyone on the Rams just looked fucking garbage. It, I mean, it was atrocious to every single one of them. Uh, Acres, Henderson, Brown. Uh, I think Robert Woods had a, had a decent game. Higby actually had a had a couple. A couple good catches. Uh, Coop did jack shit, which I was thinking he was going to do really well. Uh, do any of them have a bounce back game against Seattle, who has a terrible defense? So that's the thing about the Rams is they're kind of like the Raiders of the NFC to me. Uh, they play down to their opponents and they play up to their opponents. So in this case, with it being a division game, Seahawks, I think that they come out ready to play. And this will be one of those shootout type games where it's going to be kind of uh, who gets the, the, the ball last. Yeah. Um, I really do think the Rams will bounce back in this game. I think them getting their dicks punched in last week was a, a a strong message to the team that you can't sleep on any team in this league. And the moment you do, you get your ass kicked like you just did. Um, yeah. May have been uh, close in score, but they got their asses kicked in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, 
I've I've got to imagine that Cup and Woods have bounce back games. Cam Akers, I'm not trusting him in my championship roster uh, to to have you know the same type of performance that he had the week uh, last, yeah. where he you know put up what was it like 24 points. Yeah. So I, I don't anticipate Cam Akers repeating that for you championship week. If he did, it would be such a you know. Uh, out of left field type of performance that that's not something I'm banking on. Now from the Seahawks side of the ball, you've got your usual suspects, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Lockett, Chris Carson. These are all must starts, um, obviously. And, and guys who I think, you know, we saw what the Rams were able to do or not the Rams, the uh, Jets were able to do. I think that the the Seahawks will be a lot more successful. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, Russell Wilson uh, bounces back for me. He, he did shitty last week, but uh, I figured he was going to be a dud because uh, that was a, a good defensive line he, he was facing. So, uh, going into the Tennessee Green Bay, this is a, this is going to be a good matchup. I'm 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 looking forward to this one. Uh, you got Derrick Henry going against a terrible Green Bay defense. He's averaged. I mean, he's been my MVP the second half of, of fantasy football the last five weeks he's averaged over 25 points per game he is just absolutely killing it and without him I, I wouldn't be in in the championship I, I would be lo- much lower I'd be sitting with you and I'd probably be the one uh, possibly doing a little little karaoke <laughs> I don't understand how Derrick Henry's still walking the streets and not in jail after he's assaulting people on a weekly basis. <laughs> That's what I want to know. This man is just straight out assaulting grown men on the field in broad daylight for the world to see and no repercussions at all. I don't get it. Oh, man. No, Derrick Henry is, is a man amongst boys and has literally just been running people over uh, 1,679 yards on the season, 15 rushing touchdowns. Um, what more can you say? Really, when it comes to this game, that is uh, their, their key workhorse and, and, and talent from the, the Tennessee side of the ball. Um, and then, obviously, you have uh, A.J. Brown as well, who's who's been really uh, doing – doing good. Corey um, Davis Eric, has done well. Yeah, Corey Davis has done well, especially the second half of the season. He's yeah. really picked it up. Um, and then from, from the Green Bay side, Aaron Rodgers and MVP. Devontae Adams. I mean, this duo has just been incredible to watch this year. Um, Rodgers, I mean, second, if if at all, to anybody, maybe Mahomes, um, having that MVP-type season. So, yeah, this is going to be a, a, an awesome game to watch. Uh, I, 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 I We were talking about this today. I really do think that the Green Bay Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't see anybody in the NFC that's going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, when it comes playoff time, um, I really think that from the NFC side, Packers are going to be making it all the way to the, the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it just seems that Aaron Rodgers has a mission this year, and we talked about how stupid they were in the draft, not getting him any more weapons, and how, how could you not? Devontae Adams couldn't do it himself, and sure enough, Devontae Adams is doing it doing himself. himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And Aaron Jones, too, has had a hell of a season. Aaron Jones has had a hell of a season. And 
You also have uh, Williams, who's stepped up in in his absence and has done quite well as well. So uh, I I think it's it's going to be a great game, and I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to watching it. And going on to uh, a lesser exciting game, uh, you got Tampa Bay versus uh, Detroit. Now Swift has Swift has has done well. I, I know he did well for the Foos this last week, and it has done well in past when he's been actually healthy for for Detroit. Can can he? Kenny, no play Galladay over here hasn't done shit. But uh, now, can Swift have that same type of success against Tampa Bay's defensive line? I mean, that's a good D line. The number one D line in the league. I don't see it happening. Um, I I really think that Tampa Bay comes into this game to prove a point. Um, There's a lot of doubters. There's a lot of naysayers on Tom Brady and you know, kind of what he's done to that offense. Um, a lot of people saying that you just made the possibly best wide receiver wide receiver duo in the league be mediocre. Um, yeah. You know, Evans and Godwin, and then you throw in Antonio Brown. Like, how are you just not having, like, a lights-out season? Yeah. Now, Brady, let's not, you know, balk at his numbers. He's got damn near 4,000 passing yards this season and 32 passing touchdowns. So it's not like Brady's just been not performing. I mean, over the course of the last four weeks, he's had two performances over, over 330 yards passing. So he's definitely still capable. Um, but I just feel like this is one of those games that Brady comes in with a point to prove, especially going down to the Falcons last week and having to claw their way back in that game. Um, but we've been saying it all year about the Falcons. They're way better than their record. They just can't finish a fucking game. Yeah, they find um, every way to lose. So. Yeah, they find every way to lose. They're a damn good team. They're just poorly coached. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I like the Buccaneers to to have a big performance in this one, and I think that I if it was me championship weekend, I'm not starting anybody from the Lions. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, I, I mean – we're, we're close to being halfway done uh, before we get too much in, into your Raiders because I know you're going to be excited, of course, to talk about that game over here. But uh, let's just take a pause real quick and listen to uh, our sponsor to add. If you're looking to add to your sports memorabilia collection, do yourselves a favor and check out the best in the business, Bay Breakers. They'll give you a chance to win full-size football helmets signed by some of your favorite players. I've already added some fire helmets to my collection, and you can too. Just follow Bay Breakers on Facebook and get in the game. Perfect. Jumping, jumping back into the in the second half of the of the games here. Uh, Miami versus uh, Las Vegas. Now we were talking about it. Mariota did well. Uh, he he definitely added a new wrinkle to that offense. That that actually, to be honest, was actually fun to watch. Like I I actually had fun even though even though obviously they lost to, to the Chargers divisional game, but. It was fun to see Mariota do his thing, um, but is worth is Mariota worth picking up for for anyone? And does does Darren Waller continue this monster of a second half? So to start with the the question on Mariota, I think it it comes down to what are your options if you're if you're you know 
maybe at the bottom half of the league, maybe you're in a consolation game and you didn't have a strong uh, quarterback all year. Maybe that's something that you could look at, but the dolphins have the sixth best ranked defense in the entire national football league. So I don't know if I'm starting, you know, a second string quarterback who had a good game against the sixth best defense. Um, so no on the Mariota. I'm, I'm not going to advise anyone to trust their season to, to end with Mariota at the, at the, uh, the forefront of it. So that's not going to be my advice. Um, but Waller, on the other hand, I absolutely think think can continue his hot streak here against the Dolphins. And here's my reason why. Uh, Mariota is a backup quarterback, but still a capable starting quarterback in this league, as he showed in that game. Um, I, I would be shocked if there were five to maybe seven quarterbacks in the National Football League that I can think of just off the top of my head that I would rather have I would rather have Mariota over any of those guys. So there's quite a few people in this league that I think he could start over. Um, but I think tight ends are a lot of times quarterback security blankets. And I think Waller could really reap the benefits of that this weekend with Mariota doing a lot of check down to Waller and looking to him a ton as being that really their, their best deep threat. I mean, threat in general in the receiving game, you've got to say Waller's their, their best threat. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And it looks like the, the foos curse over here uh, just was a little late uh, on this uh, poor Derek Carr going down with that phantom growing injury. Yeah, I guess I guess he didn't start him, but kept him on his bench, and that was enough to do it to him. <laughs> what a jackass! <laughs> what a jackass! Uh, going but, into but, uh, Chicago versus Jacksonville. Now, this can be a an interesting one just because it's going to be the battle of the young running backs, right? You got David Montgomery. Uh, second year into it you got James Robinson uh, coming in this year both having really good years Uh, again both having strong kind of second half seasons Uh, David Montgomery the last four games I was talking about uh, Derrick Henry putting up 25 plus points a game David Montgomery is pretty damn close the last four games to five games as well I know you have him on your roster and he's done quite well so who who has a, has the better game, David Montgomery or, or James Robinson? Mm, that's a good question. I, I'm gonna go Montgomery. Um, I've I've you know tease tease my studs here for a second, but you know I really do think Montgomery is gonna be a stud this week. So um, I think Montgomery has the bigger game, but I think the bigger story here is James Robinson. Just based off of the season he's had, um, you know, he's got over a thousand yards rushing on the season as an undrafted rookie. I mean, this kid's just really been on a tear. Uh, and I think a lot of people didn't expect for him to have anything near this type of season, especially with them having Fournette on their roster, you know, early on before they cut bait. Yeah. Uh, Robinson wasn't even a name being mentioned of. So kudos to him and taking the league by storm and really, you know, making the best of the opportunity he was given. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Good call. I, I actually debated uh, going with, with Chicago this week in in my Survivor League, but I ended up, uh, as of right now, I got Cleveland over the Jets. Now, uh, the Jets shut down 
the the Rams offense and running game with with that combination and uh, running back by committee. Now, I think I know your answer on this, but can the Jets have that same type of success against Cleveland's two-headed monster? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Browns are a much better team than the Rams. Um, Just more well-rounded team. And especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, You know, the Browns have a really good defense. So, no, I don't think that the Jets even stand a chance in this game. So, for your survivor pick, yes, Browns, I think it is safe. (laughs) How many people are left in the survivor league? What are we down to? Eight. Still eight, so nobody's dropped off. No, no. So so everybody's pretty much got the same teams probably left, and it's probably going to be like a split pot here at the end. It, it probably will be. I mean, a lot of people went Tennessee this week. Uh, the It was funny because I was looking. I was like, okay, there's three teams that have chose Baltimore, me not being one, and then there's three other teams that, that haven't. And I was like, okay, uh, or four, four teams – and I was like, cool. It's gonna be all. It's gonna be four of us choosing choosing Baltimore, and, and then the other four are gonna have to go somewhere else because they've already chose Baltimore or whatever. And sure enough, it was me and one other person. And then the other two or three people that needed Baltimore or haven't chose Baltimore went Tennessee, mm-hmm. who I was thinking about taking. So I think they're probably trying to save Baltimore for the the Week 17 matchup against Cincinnati uh, or Jacksonville, excuse me, and. I was like, you know what? Going with it. I'll I'll, I'll figure that out when I get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just get me past this week. And I knew Baltimore was going to take down uh, Jacksonville. Uh, excuse me. I guess they they played Jacksonville just last week. They play uh, Cincinnati uh, in, in the in the final week. So definitely definitely something I uh, didn't think about. But whatever. I'm going Cleveland this week. I'm in it to week 16. Uh, I, I've made it this <laughs> this far. Just two to get, go. Two two games to pick. Two go. I, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll take the two the two fifty split. I'll take it. Uh, yep. Just just get me past it. Get, yeah. Get me past that because uh, I I could use that extra two fifty right now with with all the with all the beers I, I'm drinking during these episodes and and next year, man, I got to start saving some money and. And start doing a. <laughs> we have to start a GoFundMe page for you. <laughs> Go fund my addiction. <laughs> Go fund my my beer drinking uh, during the podcast. And if you want to send me beer, you can. <laughs> At this address. At this address. No questions asked. No questions. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, it, it's all good. <laughs> but but getting back to our our Browns Jets here uh, from the Browns side of the ball. Uh, obviously, Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry are a couple names that you know we continue to talk about. Uh, I anticipate Jarvis Landry having a big game in this one, um, as well as Nick Chubb. So, from the Browns side of the ball, uh, if you've got them on your roster, lo- fire them up because this yeah. is the week. Uh, especially Nick Chubb. If the Browns jump off to an early lead, Nick Chubb uh, and Hunt owners could see huge gains um and points from those guys if they just go strictly running the ball if they jump out to an early lead yeah no absolutely absolutely and i know some browns fans or chubb fans were were pissed because they jumped out to such an early lead early on they ended up not using hunt or chubb (laughs) yeah that's never good if you get too far ahead (laughs) then they pull all the starters and that's not good (laughs) 
So, so you want that perfect cushion. Perfect cushion right there. Go- going on to uh, Indianapolis versus Pitt. Now, uh, Pitt seems to kind of be in a little funk since they, they went No, they are up. not in a little funk. They're exactly who <laughs> they are, who we thought they were. <laughs> and you let them off the hook. Let them uh, we, we said, I mean, I've been, I was saying it when they were like seven and zero. like they're the worst. They were the worst undefeated team I've ever seen. They're not a complete team. I, I they were just skating by. I don't understand yeah. how they made it undefeated as long as they made it. Um, they're a good team, especially defensively. Uh, offensively, they've struggled lately. Uh, so I think that that's something that you really have to pay attention to here. The Colts have a great defense this year. Uh, I want to say number five overall ranked in the league right now. So, and you've got the Steelers who have a really good defense this year. So these are two really good defenses meeting defenses meeting. It's going to be a battle of which offense can beat which defense um, here because that's what it's going to come down to which offense has the better day because defensively I think uh, they're going to shut down the other the other offenses yeah good I mean our our over under here is is a 46 that is way high in my opinion (laughs) I think it's going to be a low scoring game yeah I I really do I Heinz Field December cold I mean I just I anticipate a low scoring game here. I agree. I agree. I think it's gonna be. I mean, Indianapolis's D line. I mean, whether it's James Conner or Snell, you guys are gonna struggle. I mean, that D line. Uh, talk about Tampa Bay's D line. Indianapolis's D line is up there as well. I mean, and what I say, what I say last week about Connor. What were they gonna do with Connor? Probably shut him down till the end of the year. What happened yeah. today? Got yeah. ruled, or what happened for uh, Monday Night Football? Got ruled out. Yeah, exact. That's exactly what I knew was going to happen, and that's why we've been saying all year hashtag fuck Connor because <laughs> this guy can't stay healthy and stay on the fucking field. He's doing nobody any good. I, so I, I'm ho- not hopefully you guys Connor went and swoops. Hopefully you guys went and swooped Snell um, and held on to him. But even then, when Snell got the the starting role, really just did didn't impress um no. and we said it early on you know he really is better in that relief role um, yeah not not really in that primary starter role so yeah absolutely he can't I mean, handle the load yeah from 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 a Steelers offensive standpoint there's really nobody on that offense that in my opinion is a must start uh, if you have better alternatives, I'm probably looking elsewhere. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. They're too unpredictable. They're they, too they, unpredictable. They really are. They really are. And, and and going on to the next one here, you got Atlanta versus KC. Now, uh, you got Matt Ryan versus versus Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, we were just talking about uh, being close into that uh, MVP, if not the leader in the in the MVP race, and that's the other team that we both think is going to end up in the Super Bowl. We think it's going to be a Green Bay and, and Kansas City Super Bowl. Um, now, Gurley, you were just talking about Gurley, but before we started, uh, what's the what's the news on, on Gurley? Man, it's not looking good for Gurley or Gurley owners. So bad, in fact, that I dropped him today 
in my league. Wow. Um, he is now droppable, folks, because uh, Smith and Hill will be taking the prim- primary uh, reps, and Gurley will pretty much just be there to watch. Um, if you watched last week, he got one carry for minus one yard. Um, the head coach is saying that it's not Gurley's knees as much as it is uh, Smith working himself into that starting role. I call bullshit. I call Gurley's knees just like, you know, McVeigh was saying all along. Yeah. Um, something's definitely going up, going on with Todd Gurley here, and I don't know what it is, and it's just been very, uh, very weird for two different organizations to do the same thing, uh, you know, is pretty telling to me. Um, so Todd Gurley owners, I am sorry if you were holding on to, you know, hopefully him getting you to the promised land, but hopefully you were smart enough to go and swoop up Smith because he's looked way more explosive anyways. Yes, absolutely. Um, so if you could and did go get Smith, um, look for him to have a, a, a big day here against the chiefs who have a, a really poor run rush defense. They, they really do. They, they have a terrible run defense and Smith is, I mean, yes, I, I think the knees obviously are, are the biggest issue, but Smith actually has proved it to when Gurley sat out that one week, Smith came in and, I mean, I picked up Hill thinking it was going to be Hill. I picked up Hill, it was going to be Hill. Yeah, same thing. And Smith, and it Smith. tore it up. And, and good for good for him to, to kind of come in there and prove himself. And, uh, I mean, as, as a coach, you always uh, – it's the next player up. And he, when you have that chance and you get that calling, what do you do with it? If you yeah. if you do what Smith did, you get rewarded and, and continue to do it. And all of a sudden, Gurley's gone. And But, yes – of it is his fucking knees are just shot there it's Terrell Davis it's it's Terrell Davis uh in in this type of era and well sorry Gurley you're dropped uh and now we'll we'll see who's next now uh going into the New York Giant or yes New York Giants versus Baltimore does uh Lamar Jackson over here does he continue uh this hot streak I mean People have struggled against uh, against new, the the Giants. They they have a good good overall defense. Yeah, and Giants are only a game out of out of that number one seed. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. So the Giants and the Cowboys right now sitting one game out of that one seed. So it's been a, it's going to be a tight end uh, here for the NFC East um, to see who makes it into that that number four seed for the you know for the uh for the playoffs but uh i don't know if 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 it's so much my worry of lamar jackson as it is my worry of the giants defense just kind of coming in to prove a point and wanting to make the playoffs so I think that Lamar Jackson's going to come into this game and re- I mean they're they're a, a minus 10 and a half point favorite here. So really all Lamar Jackson is looking to do in this game is come in and kind of just be the the rider of the ship, right? Yeah. He just wants to make sure that they stay stay the course, don't take big shots that you don't need to take and don't lose this game. That's really going to be the message. Um, I don't see the Ravens coming into this game super aggressively. I think that they more or less come into this game just trying to win it. Uh, The Giants, like you said, are not a bad team, uh, especially on defense. They're, They're putting up 
they're making a lot of opposing offenses have some fits. Yeah. Uh, so the Giants, I, I mean, the over under here in this game is 45. Uh, so that's another high scoring game. Um, I mean, the Ravens are capable of putting up that amount of points by themselves. Uh, I just don't know against this defense if they can. I mean, what are your thoughts on that on, on this one? I, I agree. I, I mean, I really do agree. Like I said, it's it's kind of crazy. As bad as the Giants looked in the very beginning of the season. And, uh, I mean, when I was looking at Survivor, it was going to be anyone who's playing the Giants or anyone who's playing the Jets. Like, But then it changed it real changed quick. I haven't chose anybody playing the Giants because I'm no. like, man, they're, they're not a bad team by any means. No. And, I mean, they're... Uh, Gallman has has done well and uh, he struggled the last two weeks, but uh, I mean the Giants have put it put it together. I mean they're making a strong case for for taking that division. That defense has got people perplexed and they leave it very frustrated because on paper they're like fuck it's the Giants we should just kick the shit out of them they suck or whatever and then all of a sudden they face them and they're like what is going on like it is very frustrating they don't give. It's going to be a very difficult game for Baltimore offensive players. And I think Lamar Jackson is just going to have to put the team on his back and have to do it both on the ground and in the air like he usually does. Because I don't see really too many other players having any success. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson is the leader in both passing and rushing for the offense. Yeah. So the offense really is him. Um, if he struggles, that entire offense struggles. Uh, if there is, I mean, it's just, for me, it's, it's hard to put my trust in Lamar Jackson. That's the thing Yeah, is it, it, it hasn't been a, cause he puts up points. If you, if you watch the game, you're, you're like, man, he hasn't done anything today. And yeah. then you go and look at the fantasy stats and you're like, how the hell did he put up 28 points? <laughs> you know, or, you know, how do you put up that many points? Like he didn't do anything. Yeah. And it's because he's running the ball a ton. The guy has 828 yards rushing on the season with 2,400 yards passing. I mean, even if you add those two together, that's only 3,200 yards combined by himself. That's not a lot. I mean, look no. at Mahomes who's put up 4,500 passing yards alone. Yeah. You know, he's got him trumped by 1,200 yards and just passing, not even including Mahomes' rushing stats. Exactly. So Lamar Jackson hasn't been prolific like he was last year. Um, he's not that MVP candidate. He definitely still strikes fear in opposing defenses because what he's capable of. Yeah. But are we going based off of what his capabilities are or are we going based off of what the trend has been yeah so for me the trend has been he's struggled yeah and with a with a defense like the giants who we're, we're telling you guys is not as bad as people say and for the line to be minus 10 and a half like if i'm a gambling man i'm taking that one because yeah. i i really don't think it's going to be that big of a spread i think that this is going to be a closer game than people are, are letting on to be yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Going into the next one over here, another one that's going to be pretty close, Carolina versus Washington. If CMC is eight, is available, it's going to be a typical, probably another Kittle answer for you. But if he's available, do you, are you going to play him, or do you see Carolina shutting him down? Is, 
Is Davis going to finish off the season? I mean, I told you my tinfoil hat theory. I, I think that this was McCaffrey and his his camp shutting him down for the for the year. Um, hey, hey, bro, like the, the season's over. You injured your quad at home working out. OK, let the let the organization know because <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to ruin your ne- next year, you yeah. know, for, for two meaningless games. Yeah, I, I really can. In no universe can I see McCaffrey going on the field again this season. Why? Why would you? High ankle sprain, quad injury, shoulder injury, rib injury. Like, wh- why? Like, wh- he's already got all these ailments. Let's just keep him out for the rest of the year. You're How playing f- for nothing. You're 4-10. and ten. Like, the season's done. How the fuck did I make the semifinals? <laughs> <laughs> with Christian yeah. McCaffrey and James Conner. <laughs> and James Conner. And James Conner. How, how did I lot, make it this far? A lot of maneuvering. And listening to fantasy football BS. And listening I'm a company fan. man. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to every episode, folks. Every episode. Not just to listen to my sexy voice, but... Uh, mainly to to make sure I can actually survive in fantasy football. Like, oh, um, that is a good point. I should probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like everyone like gives us shit, right? Like everyone's like, oh, I beat you, and it's just like you do this for a living, and it's just like, well, actually, I have a full time job and I do this <laughs> as well, like as yeah. as fun. So no, uh, don't don't give it to us like that. We are uh, that if you beat us, it's the greatest feat of, of all time over here it's the jets beating the rams fuck you <laughs> the jets beating the rams <laughs> <laughs> Mo- moving on moving on philly versus dallas now jalen hurts is killing it uh should should someone f- fuck Mariota? should someone swoop up jalen hurts in this final and play them against Dallas's shitty offense or defense. We said it last week. A lot of people were DMing us asking if, if Hertz was a sleeper. And uh, our answer to a lot of people was if you don't have a better option. Yeah. Um, tell us who you got. And for a lot of cases, people were sending us who their quarterback options were. And, you know, I've got Phillip Rivers. Yes. Go pick up Hertz. Yes. You know, Oh, I've got uh, uh, Kyler Murray. Should I, should I start Hertz or Murray in this game? And, that was kind of a toss-up in my opinion because it was like hey this is in my opinion going to be one of those shootout type games and it was it was exactly as as advertised by us last week we said it was it had that college football feel to it it was going to be a shootout come to the wire that was just the kind of feeling that we had going into that game and it was exactly that oh it was um, crazy it, so, it was it was amazing it, it yeah. was a, an actual fun game to watch a lot of people were counting Philly out, of course, just because of of Philly doing it. But you had Oklahoma and and Oklahoma, you had sooner and sooner. Like, man, you, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you who's who's getting the best benefit of Hertz playing really well, and it's not Philadelphia. It's every other organization that's going to be trying to trade for Wentz this offseason. Yes, because the better Hertz plays the more expendable Wentz becomes. Absolutely. You can't expect Hertz to continue on this trend. I mean, I saw a stat today. Hertz is the first quarterback in NFL history to have 500 uh, passing yards and 150 rushing yards in their first two games as a quarterback. That's crazy. 
first ever to do it. You can't, you can't tell me if he continues this for the next two weeks going into next season, Wentz would be the starter. You'd have Philadelphia fans going even more apeshit than they already go on a, on a daily basis, (laughs) you know, probably with picket signs outside of the stadium, uh, wanting the GM's head on a platter because, and and Wentz is playing really well, man. And Wentz is a, is a well-known name that uh, a lot can be thrown on the fact of, of course, he's he's had some offensive line issues this year. Last year had some, some injuries. Other, in, uh, other injuries and everything like that. But he's a big enough name to where it's going to generate a nice draft pick uh, for you. I could see, I could see, you know, the Patriots. That'd I could be a good see, one. I could see the Niners. Um, those are two right off the bat. The Bears, I could see the Bears go after him. Um, those are three. Those are three teams right there that I think would be great suitors for Wentz. You you um, imagine? Uh, <laughs> you imagine uh, Wentz going to to Chicago and it'd be Wentz in Foles again. <laughs> and, oh my goodness! With Trash Bisky in the background. Yeah. Like, you guys, got any more reps for me? <laughs> Can I buy some rips? Of all of those teams, though, I really, I really, if I was a a San Francisco 49ers fan, uh, which I clearly am not, I would be hoping for a trade for Wentz. I think Wentz in the West Coast offense with Shanahan would absolutely thrive. I think Philadelphia broke Wentz. Um, I think he his his mental is broken right now. Yeah. I think he needs a change of scenery and a change in organization and trusting him and saying, hey, you're our guy. There's no question about that. You know, you go draft a guy in the second round for a guy who's already kind of struggling. You're not only sending a message, you're fucking with his psyche going into the season. Yeah. You know, some people thrive off of that, like an Aaron Rodgers. Some don't, and it makes them crumble like a for Carson sure. Wentz. For sure. You know, so you got to know what you're working with here. And clearly, maybe they thought that that was going to be like a, a kick into to Wentz's ass, like, hey, get it together. Um, but Philadelphia really scored because they probably didn't only prove a point. They really got themselves a player. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely did. And and going on to the last game of the season that we're talking about. I know Bryduck is 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 talking. He, he's trying to uh he's trying to delay that inevitable over here uh coming up here in just a second, but uh Buffalo versus New England. Now, Josh Allen is as had his ups and downs this year, the, the last two games against the, the Niners and, and this last week against Denver uh, did quite well. Now he's playing a, a New England defense that has struggled most of the season. Uh, what type of outlook are, are you expecting Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs to have in championship week? This has got to be the statement game. This has to be. It's a division game against an opponent who has kicked your ass for the last two fucking decades um if you are on the bills side of this uh of this game you are certainly telling your players that this is a statement game so i see allen and Diggs coming out to to prove a point um the patriots just got knocked out of playoff contention their season's over um 
they would love nothing more than to, you know, put a little bit of ruin to the Bills seating, um, you know, where they might be ranked seating wise. So I still think that it'll be a competitive game, but I, I really do anticipate the Bills coming out in this one to prove a point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good, good. Call. A lot of, a lot of statement games this weekend, Absolutely. a lot of statement games for organizations that are trying to prove a point. A lot of organizations that have been hurting for a long time, like the bills, the Browns, you know, these are organizations that have been bad for a long time. Um, and now is their, their time to really prove to the league that they've arrived. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's a, it's a good call. I mean, uh, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs have had very successful seasons uh, or season together. Uh, this is something that they put up 40-something points and just in the in the game and each one of them have a strong fantasy game and just say, fuck you, uh, New England, for kicking our ass for so many years. We're going to throw a statement at you that we got a team that's going to carry us these next couple years and give you guys hell. So good call. Good call. We're about to uh, that that ends all the games uh, over here uh, before we we shift into our studs and duds. Uh, we got Bryduck over here uh, who is uh, gargling some water to to sound something a little different over there. But uh, uh, he's uh, getting ready to to do his best impression over here since he he was the first one knocked out of fantasy uh playoffs i'm glad i don't have to face him in in, in the other league because his team is stacked but uh bright what are you going to sing us here for for 10 seconds first off i want to say that with a year of covid and the year of injuries nobody can make excuses but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Keenan Allen. You really screwed me with that injury. <laughs> now I have to be a man of my word and I have to pay my dues and I have to sing. So the snowman here, he was courteous enough to give me four options. The other three options were really shitty. <laughs> and this one being equally as shitty, but at least it's Christmas season. Exactly. So I chose Mariah Carey's All I Want For You. All right. Yeah. All I Want For You Is Christmas. Or All, all I, I Want, want For Christmas, Christmas Is You. Yes. There we go. There we go. Uh, so I did a little research. I, I did a little research for you guys here. Because um, oh, okay. I, I figured if I'm going to sing the song, I might as well do some research here. There you go. So this song has earned Mariah Carey. 60 million dollars in royalties since since 2017 60 million dollars in royalties for this (laughs) shitty fucking song that is absolutely horrendous and if you've ever worked retail a day in your life you absolutely hate and despise this song because it's typically on loop in the background driving you fucking batty so for all of the folks that have worked retail in the past like me who have had to endure this awful song here it is I'm, I'm glad I was able to, to bring you back to a painful time in your life I, I figured it was Christmas time and this just felt right it just hey. felt right alright guys here we go bring us in snow <laughs> alright do 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 do. <laughs> Alrighty. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. 
I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my one wish come true All I want for Christmas is a win <laughs> <laughs> Of course And I didn't get the win But I, yeah. but hey, I got it in the other league Let's go, let's go There you go, there you go End it off So I expect, I expect my T-Pain auto-tune to come in hand here Yeah, yeah And I expect this to be Billboard Top 100 by mid-afternoon <laughs> Well, we can, we can definitely only hope and uh, thank you for being a good sport. Let's jump into, let's get past it, past it. Let's get into our final studs of the du- and duds. Uh, Bryduck has won this. Uh, he is owed a bottle of tequila, which uh, you need to send me uh, your address uh, because I need to get that to you, hopefully before New Year's. So uh, remind me tomorrow and I'll, and I'll purchase that for you so you can have a nice bottle of tequila uh, for, for New Year's. But hit us with your final duds of the year. Alrighty, guys. I've been hot on my duds of the year, so I hope you guys are paying attention for championship weekend because I'm coming out hot with Josh Jacobs. Projected 14.3 points, battling injuries. Um, we've we you know he was kind of a game time decision last week and uh, week prior. He's been kind of playing games with people's you know fantasy lives and everything. But uh, Miami, like we said, is the number six ranked overall defense, and this being a game that is a real deciding pivotal moment for for Las Vegas here. Um, you lose and it's over. You're, you're out. Right now, you have the slimmest chance in the world. I think it's like a 3% chance. Uh, basically, you need all the stars in the in the galaxy to align at once in order to make playoffs. But lo- yeah, losing definitely will knock you out. So I anticipate the Raiders to come in and be competitive, but Carr's done for the year. Mariota's taken over. It's really an unknown what you know an entire week of scheming with Mariota is going to look like. Um, we don't know if that's going to be heavy doses of Josh Jacobs or if it's going to be very little doses of Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Um, if they fall behind in this game, that's going to hurt Jacobs' value. Uh, so overall, I just anticipate a, a bad week, bad matchup for Josh Jacobs. Definitely sit him. Uh, James Connor here. Uh, obviously, Monday night gets gets the uh, designation of out. Uh, has been battling injuries all year long. He's projected to score eleven point five one points. I anticipate a lot more Snell through the end of the season, um, just to get Connor's legs right before playoffs. Uh, and and also the opponent here being Indianapolis Colts, uh, number five ranked overall defense. Uh, just tough a tough go this week for for James Connor if he is given the start um and then third here I'm gonna go with Keenan Allen who fucked me in quarterfinals <laughs> uh with that snap designation and and folks uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna tell you this is my own fault uh I did see Adam Schefter's <laughs> report of him being on a snap count and Mike Williams gonna be on a snap count I just thought that was bullshit. It's a Raiders divisional opponent, and they're just trying to play games. Uh, I really, I really thought that it was just total bullshit. I was like, oh yeah, good try, buddy. Yeah, you're gonna tell, oh, you're gonna put it out there that they're gonna be on a snap count, you know, like, and then all of a sudden, fucking Keenan Allen's gonna beast for two fifty and three touchdowns while I have him on my bench. Go fuck yourself. I'm starting him, and no, they had him on a snap count, so that was totally my fault. <laughs> I should have listened to, I should have listened to Shefty there, um, but I mean. Re- Really, this week, he's projected to put up 19.16 points. Uh, Division game, 
uh, hardly played last week, like we said, with the hammy element. element. Uh, and then I anticipate a lot of the same this week. Um, if Mike Williams can go, that's going to eat into Allen's value. And then this kid, Guyton, I mean, that might have been a little gem that they found in that. I mean, any wide receiver going up against the Raiders looks like a gem. So let me first clear that. But that kid looked pretty good, man. He did look yeah, good. Absolutely, absolutely. There, there you go. There those you are my go. duds. Those are my last duds of the year, guys. There's your last duds of the year. Here we go with mine. Going with Todd Gurley as number one. Now uh, we had just talked about that. He is now third on the depth chart. Uh, most people will probably end up keeping him on the bench, but uh, he is. Projected to have 8.86 points. Only had one carry for minus one yard uh, last week. So just continuing the trend of of Gurley or James Conner. If you pick them as duds, you'll end up winning. So (laughs) you're good good with those type of picks. Now, going on to my next one. I'm going uh, Swift uh, with, with Detroit against Tampa Bay. Going against that number one defensive line in the league. He's projected to have 16 points. Uh, I, I just think that Tampa Bay is going to jump out so far that it's it's going to be uh, Detroit playing catch-up, and Swift is good as a PPR back, don't get me wrong. But I just think that he's just going to end up getting shut down, especially by that, by that defensive line. Uh, my third dud uh, of the week is going to be Amari Cooper. Now, uh, divisional game going against Philly, Philly... Obviously looked looked good, and whoever was matched up against D-Hop last week, uh, definitely, if that person is, then Amari Cooper is going to kill it. But uh, Amari Cooper, that Dallas offense, since Dak's gone down, I, I think he's only scored uh, double digits uh, maybe twice since Dak has gone down. He's just not the same wide receiver without uh, Dak behind the, the realm there. So I, I just don't think he's going to be able to put up the 12.64 points uh, against Philly. So those are my does. Who are your final studs of the year? I see that these well, are, are, are... Well, Snowman, uh, it only took us uh, 16 weeks. 16 weeks. But we've got our very, very first... Hmm, this is interesting. You have Amari Cooper listed as a dud. I have him listed as a stud. Didn't didn't we have that a uh, couple but weeks that, ago with that Josh was, Jacobs? That was only because of an alternate situation. Uh, this is our first on air. Okay, being able to discuss me because folks, we do this blindly. We don't see each other's lists coming into this. So when we come in with the same person, it's totally coincidental. Sometimes if we have too many, we will go in and we'll make some changes just to, you know, make the show a little bit more appealing for you guys. Because if I have three <laughs> of the same as him, everybody's gonna be like, well, this is fucking boring. But <laughs> in most cases, often, more often than not, we have none and sometimes one. Yeah. Uh, very rarely do we have more than one. But in this case, I I have him listed as a stud and let me tell you why snowman let me tell you why so it's a division game against philly who's back end of the pack in passing defense dallas unbelievably still alive in the playoff race uh scratch last co- last contest against san francisco and amari has had a great last four of his five contests and what about his last game against philly so his last game against Philly is a great question. 
but I'm going off of his recent performances uh, and his okay. recent trends because I, I didn't look back to, to Philly, and I should have, to see who was starting in that game. Was it Dalton uh, or the other kid? Uh, uh, goodness, I can't even remember that kid's name. But Dalton. Danucci. Uh, Danucci, there you go. You'll never forget the Danucci. Uh, Dalton here, uh, since he's come back from, from you know everything that he had going on, injuries and then COVID and all that good stuff, I believe that he and Amari Cooper have kind of found a rhythm here. And if you watch these games, which I have to because I live in Texas and they're <laughs> on TV, most of, most of uh, the channels out here, uh, anywhere you go, Cowboys are playing. So I was watching this game very closely, and it looks like Dalton really goes to Cooper, and not just more often than not, but in big situations, that's who he's looking to. Um, he's All not right. putting his trust in the young kids like Dak was. Yeah. So I kind of see Cooper being more valuable than a 12.64 projection. Uh, so I myself think Amari Cooper has a better day and I have him listed as a stud this week. Okay. Okay. My next stud, my next stud on the list is going to be David Montgomery, listed at fourteen point eight two points. Uh, Jacksonville is in Operation Tank mode. They've been given the gift of gift from the gods. The sweet nectar of Trevor Lawrence is uh, going to be making his way down to Jacksonville if they can just tank the rest of the way. So you got to believe that that's the uh, the idea here, and I I anticipate them to just pretty much lay over and take it uh so montgomery has scored 20 plus points in four straight contests crazy so he is on a tear and i i anticipate a lot more of the same here with jacksonville in operation tank mode and then my last stud here uh which you kind of teased earlier who has been struggling uh russell wilson folks and here is my thought uh wilson's been struggling fantasy wise as of late we're all aware of this but the rams just lost to the owen 13 jets <laughs> let's get real here folks i expect this to be a close division game but i imagine wilson and the boys come to play big and i anticipate a big game for for, for russell here a uh, statement game uh really for both sides but if you're asking me if I was a betting man I put my money on the Seahawks uh, you know 99 out of 100 times over the Rams that good one that that's a good little list there good little list uh going into to my final studs I also had David Montgomery as one of my studs uh so we we uh picked the same one on that one but how could you not 14.76 points with how he's looked against the shitty ass Jacksonville Jaguars that was kind of uh, an obvious one. Uh, I'm going Stefan Diggs. I'm going, uh, he's projected 18.48 points, which is uh, definitely high, but man, him and him and Josh Allen just have a connection, and, and it seems that J- Diggs is, is getting 10 to 11 targets a game, and he, he's making the most out of them. He, just, just killing it this year, ha- having a great year, making Buffalo look like super smart people over there for for making that uh trade over there so uh stefan diggs is my next one and really just because i have josh allen going this week in my finals and a uh, big week for stefan diggs means a big week for josh allen which means i went i could win fantasy football so uh that's that's my thinking with it now if it backfires then obviously i just know not to pick 
uh, wide receivers or any other talented players with my quarterback. But my last one is going to be Salvan uh, Ahmed or however the hell you pronounce his name. Ahmed, man. Ahmed. 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 Come on, we grew up in Silicon Valley. How can you? How do you not know Ahmed? Oh, don't. (laughs) I can't pronounce I, I can't pronounce shit, brother. So uh <laughs> Ahmed. Uh for but Miami now with Gaskin uh coming back. Uh that that could be something that could be a little bit different, but he's coming back with with that COVID. Uh so they could be resting his legs a little bit as as they're doing so well. But uh Ahmed over here, three point three two points against the Raiders. Uh we talked about Raiders uh, and how shitty their defense is. So uh, why why not? Uh, and he's had a very good role in, in filling in for for Gaskin. I just don't see how they don't want to to make that a a two headed monster uh, like Cleveland and, and run both of them and use utilize both of their talents uh, to to make sure that each stays fresh. So I think he has a good week and three point three two points against uh, against that defense is just. Uh, a given. So. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, even if you're the backup running back against the Raiders, you too are valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, it has been a blast. I just finished, obviously, th- this beer. Uh, I need to, to get me another one. This was a good one. Now, uh, let's go in in. Let's hit us with our final closing remarks of the season, Bryduck. Alrighty, guys. Last time, last episode of the season. Uh, good luck in your championships this week. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram and YouTube at Fantasy Football BS on Twitter at Fantasy FBBS. Make sure you guys got those notifications turned on. Like I said uh, earlier, we're always dropping new posts. You want to be informed uh, before anybody else, so that way you can have a jump on the rest of your league. Uh, so make sure you have those notifications turned on. Uh, there will not be a next show uh, for a while, but we will be having more episodes coming up, folks. So please don't unsubscribe to us or anything crazy like that uh, a couple teasers for you guys we do have some friends that that are on coaching staffs here uh, in the NFL so we're, we're going to be bringing some of these people on our episodes uh, going to be doing a little bit of a maybe the what, what a life of an NFL scout looks like with one of our buddies um, also going to be doing some draft stuff uh, getting you guys prepped for next year uh, things that you know will keep us uh, all involved during the offseason everybody loves mock drafts all that good stuff so we'll still be doing stuff uh, up until next season starts so make sure that you keep uh, the notifications turned on on your guys's podcast for us so that way you know when we're dropping you know ep- episodes periodically uh, throughout these next few months um, and other than that guys thank you to our sponsors all year long you guys have been awesome huge thanks to air care heating and cooling uh, out there in the bay area you can reach them at 408-809-7350 or visit them at www.aircareheatandcool.com aside from that guys like i said good luck championship week catch you guys later peace out i'm gonna highlight this whole this I always wished I was famous, but now I'm more shameless. But not ashamed, I'm in for the change.